You are listening to the Mimi B Podcast, a lifestyle podcast that is designed to help you transform your life and become the best version of yourself possible. On this podcast, we talk about health, personal growth, career, and pretty much everything else it takes to become the best you there is. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard. I own the online magazine, Mimi B, and I create courses on how you can upgrade your life to the next level. Every single one of us has the ability to produce extraordinary results in our lives, and this podcast is going to help you get there. Starting the recording without like really doing an intro. (laughs) It's this like new creative thing I'm trying out. I don't really know if I like it yet, so we'll see. (laughs) We'll see the feedback. But anyway... Hello guys, I am here with Maddie and Lauren Orlando, and we're going to talk about like girly stuff today. So they have just launched their podcast called The Sister Diaries, and um, or The Sister Diary or The Sister Diaries? The Sister Diary. Diary, okay. And it's basically a podcast where these two sisters talk about everything and anything, and I'm sure you guys would love it. And I actually came on the podcast as a guest a few weeks ago, so I thought these girls would be perfect to come onto my podcast. They're both influencers from Toronto, and now they're based in LA. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, we're back and forth between Toronto and LA. So we're in Toronto right now, but we're back a lot. (laughs) We're in LA like at least once a month. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. So can we just start with your stories? Like, I honestly don't even know, like before you guys reached out for me to be on the podcast, like I hadn't, like, I, I didn't really know about you and I didn't know like, um, really what you guys have done. So Lauren, are you an actress? Is that it? Cause I've seen you post about like being involved in some like act, acting stuff and all that jazz. Like maybe do you guys both individually want to go into like how you started in this kind of creative industry and, at such a young age as well, like how that experience has been for you? Yeah, well, I started on YouTube when I was about eight years old, just making YouTube videos. And it's always been like a family business. So my older sister, Darian, our other sister, um, would just help me and my brother make YouTube videos. And then it kind of transitioned to Instagram and Musical.ly was a big part of how we gained followers I guess on um, social media and then like Twitter and everything and so just recently I've started getting into acting and I'm in a web series called Total Eclipse it's on YouTube and a movie called Next Level that's coming out this September so I'm super excited about that. Oh my god, that's so exciting. Good for you. It's crazy how like literally social media just brings so many opportunities. It's really, really incredible. So many people think that, you know, to become an actor or an actress, like you just need to always be going to so many castings and like just focusing just on that. But at the end of the day, if you find another way to kind of gain that publicity, like it's a pretty easy route, like if you play your cards right. Yeah, totally. Social media has had such a big part of how I, I guess been able to start acting and land roles in a few different things. So it's been really great and like a really big part of my acting career, I guess. <laughs> mm. And so tell me, like, how, how did, like, how do you feel about having such a big audience online? Like at such a young age, how old are you again, Lauren? You're 14? Yeah, I'm 14 years old. Okay. You're 14 and you have millions of followers. Like, I, how do you deal with that? Like, obviously you have a really 
close family I can see and you know you and your sister are so close and all that stuff and I think that's amazing because that's like your support system but like how do you kind of keep a good head on your shoulders and how do you stay sane with all of that because I feel like that's really hard for a lot of young people like that that would really take its toll on some people and some people wouldn't really know what to do with that yeah well my family has definitely had a big role in help keeping me and my brother grounded I guess Mm -hmm. and we still go to a normal school so that's also a big part of it knowing that when we're in LA we'll be able to come home and go back to a more normal life is that's kind of what keeps us uh like normal kids I guess um even though we have a whole social media thing going on and our friends and family are really great. Okay. That's amazing. I think that's so, so, so important. And then how did you get the confidence to like put yourself out there online and do YouTube videos and, you know, go seek acting roles and stuff? Like, were you always this confident or do you have any like tips and tricks? Well, I definitely started when I was younger. So back then I think I didn't even really know what I was getting into. I was just doing it because it was fun and I enjoyed it. And of course, I still am. But I think now I think more about what I'm doing than I did back then. So now I struggle more with putting myself out there than I used to. But just, I guess, pushing myself to go out of my comfort zone and, yeah, just embrace all of the like fun social media acting stuff that I'm getting into I really enjoy it. So I think that's a big part of it. And I'm not really naturally super outgoing or super extroverted, but I've being in the social media space, I've definitely become more so. Yeah, I totally get that. And Maddie, let's talk about you. Like you are absolutely killing it. You're launching a clothing line. Is that what I saw on Instagram? Like it looks so, so cool and amazing stuff. Maybe do you want to talk about getting into that from, from Instagram and kind of like gauging what you want to do business-wise from from your platform. Yeah, well, thank you so much. That's a new project that I'm working on now. Um, But I guess I grew up with these two, my siblings, who both have a huge audience. And I kind of always was trying to find a role, um, like a place that I could fit in, even though I wasn't on YouTube or acting. Um, So the clothing line has been something that I've been working on for a couple months now and it's still a couple months away but yeah it's just been a way for me to use the the smaller platform that I have and um, I guess start a business and I'm really interested in the business side of all of the entertainment industry stuff so for the last couple years I've actually been managing Lauren so I do all of her brand deals Uh, yeah I communicate with the brands kind of help her plan her creative strategy all of that type of stuff so we're definitely a team on the creative side. And then I have my own business thing going on as well. Oh my God. First of all, I love how close you guys all are. Like it's honestly so cute. And I like, it just reminds me of my family because I don't know how much you guys fight. My family, there's five girls. Oh, I have a sister and three cousins and we just fight like like freaking cats and dogs. It's insane. You guys seem very like nice to each other and supportive. So I'm <laughs> kind of jealous. <laughs> there's definitely fights. And I guess... The thing is, when you work with your family, the work never stops. So our dinner conversation is just made up of like, Lauren, why didn't you answer this email? Or like, <laughs> like John's music stuff. And oh, so yeah. It's definitely, we definitely have our own fights and arguments mm-hmm. and stuff, like all siblings, but we do get along pretty well. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I guess it's, <laughs> it's nice to know that people are, um, they have your best interest at heart. So yeah. 
Oh my God. A hundred percent. Like if I had a family member as an agent, like I would just always trust them because I've had agents in the past and like, I'm not going to lie. Like my old Instagram kind of like social media agent, I don't trust her. Like she was like, I I let her go because she was really like, just never wanted the best for me and just wanted money. And that's all. So yeah, it's definitely hard to find trust in this industry. But wait, so you said there was another sibling that was super well known, the brother? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Our brother's a singer. Oh, my God. So you guys literally have a whole family of, like, influencers. Like, you guys, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> There's four of us. So me and Maddie do, like, this podcast or the Sister Diary together, of course. And we also just work together on social media. And then our brother, Johnny, is a singer. And our our other sister, Darian, is um, – so creative and she makes all of John's videos and helps him with his social media. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a family business. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. How do your parents deal with this? Like, well, are they like the, is it like, is your mom like Regina George's mom? <laughs> no, she's kind of, it's good because she's kind of been able to take a step back and just oversee everything, but also most of all, just be a parent. And I think sometimes it's tricky because the parents are like involved too much in the business side and then the kids and the parents have a weird relationship. So I think our parents have found like a happy medium where they're very supportive, but they're not commenting on every single thing. We kind of have our own thing going. And they also like wouldn't push us to do something that we didn't want to do. And yeah, they definitely have our best interests at heart. Yeah. But they're not, they're not the managers. They're just the, they oversee. (laughs) Listen, like Maddie, like you're my age and I think like, that dynamic between you and Lauren, like you're old enough to take care of all of like Lauren's, you know, social media and stuff and be that agent. Like, it's not like you're all so young. So I I don't, I don't see why they would, you know what I mean? Like the dynamic, the age gap is actually pretty good. Um, Okay. Tell me this. What would you say the most frustrating or hardest thing there is about being kind of in the public eye as a whole family? Like, do you have trust issues? Like what kind of struggles do you face in your day-to-day life with people um, knowing that, you know, you have this big platform and a lot of people potentially, you know, want to use you or whatnot? Because I've definitely experienced those feelings as well, but not to that a huge scale because obviously like you guys have a lot more audience than I do, but you know, do you have any kind of main struggles that you deal with and how you deal with that? I think especially when we were first starting out with all the social media stuff, since our whole family kind of jumped right into it and we were, we moved to LA a few years into it mm-hmm. and all of our friends from here didn't really know about the social media and YouTube stuff. So I think they thought it was a little bit weird. So that oh, yeah. was kind of discouraging, but um, I don't know. People have been pretty supportive of us. I guess just having people's, everyone's always analyzing everything that you're doing and when you're putting a lot of your life on social media you're kind of allowing that to happen so Mm -hmm. I think we've seen a bit of that yeah I think um, not letting people's opinions get to you so whether it's people that you know in person everyone makes comments and sometimes they're trying to be funny but it's like very rude low-key so just like not letting that get to you and realize that most people that are saying things about you are coming from a place of jealousy. Um, and, but I do love being in LA for the reason that most people are in the, in the industry, so they get it. And everybody wants everyone else to be successful, I feel like, more so than here. 
Mm-hmm. Know what For I mean? sure. Yeah, everyone's super supportive, especially with social media. Yeah. Because everyone is into that and they know what it's all about. And also everyone's just wants to bring each other up for the most part. Yeah, it, it depends. But it's definitely more – L.A. is more of a social media-focused place than Toronto. Toronto's more traditional for sure. It's, like, still weird here to do YouTube. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Well, I'm from Toronto too. And, like, honestly, the big, like one of the biggest reasons that I left is – and, like, I literally fleed to London right before starting my, my website. It used to be a blog and, like, just starting kind of everything that I was doing is – it's the biggest reason is because I just feel like Toronto's a small town. Like, Canada I, as a whole is just, like, really not – evolved with this new like social media thing and I didn't feel like I could thrive there really at all and you're right like the judgment thing as well like it it really sucks dealing with people that judge you and that don't believe in you um so it's like so commendable like to anyone that's done anything outside of their comfort zone like it it takes guts because a lot of people are gonna judge and a lot of people are gonna tell you that you're not gonna be successful a lot of people are gonna tell you that you know, what you're doing is stupid. It's a waste of time. It's embarrassing. It's this, it's that. I had to literally physically take myself out of that place with all my old friends. Like I let go of so many friends when I left Toronto and stuff because I just didn't feel supported at all. And like, they just weren't big minded enough. So yeah, I totally 100% get that. But about LA, like, like, do you think some people are fake there? Or like, are there any struggles you face with that environment? Although it's so supportive, like, I feel like, you know, I'm always so weary of like people's intentions, you know? Yeah, we talk about this a lot, because the thing that's unique about LA is, first of all, nobody's from there. Most people move there to work. So even people who are my age, your age, young people are all there to have a career. And usually, it's they're self employed. So they're either acting or singing or they have their own business. So everyone there has an agenda. They're not looking for friends in the same way as they would be in a place where they're not working with their friends. So you meet people, it's usually starts as a business relationship. So you kind of have to play that game, like know that they want something from you sometimes, but also you have to do the same thing and use relationships to your own advantage So it it is tricky. You can't get too emotional or sensitive about things, I think, because everybody in LA is there for a reason. And it's usually to like have a career and advance their own position, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. You know, I've actually never been to LA. I'm going in, I think, January for the first time. It's crazy because I feel like I know it so well because I've always like, you know, I have so many friends that are there. I've heard so much about it. It's crazy. Yeah, you'll yeah. you'll love it. It's amazing, especially if you're in this sphere. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't know. I'm nervous. <laughs> Have you guys been to? Yeah. Have you been to London? Do you know the vibe here? We've yeah. been a few times, but it was mostly for my brother's shows, like when he would do tours and stuff. So we haven't really got to know the city, I guess. Yeah. But um, I'm actually going next week. I know, Maddie really told me. It's so exciting. Well, if you're in London, London, you sh- we should definitely meet up. That would be so fun. I'm so dad. But yeah, I'm going to my friend's place. It's like a village outside of London. So I think it's so funny how you can drive an hour and then it's a totally different vibe. country, right? Yeah. Oh my but, God. Um, yes. The, the countryside's so beautiful. It's like my favorite getaway. When I go to Ben's parents' house, my boyfriend's parents live in the countryside and it's literally like 
you're in this like rural part of France, it feels. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Amazing. So tell me more, like what's kind of the next steps for you guys? Maddie, you're 23. Lauren, you're uh, 14. Like, what do you guys want to do? Like, what are some big aspirations? Like, it, you have both already freaking killed it. Like, con- considering, you know, you guys are doing more than 99.999% of other people your age. Like, what's next? Like, do you have any, you know, big ambitions or goals or are you just kind of going with the flow and seeing where life takes you? Um, yeah. Tell me more about that. Maddie, do you want to start? Sure. Well, thank you. And you're killing it as well. <laughs> I think anyone who is, has their own business is doing amazing things. Um, but we're kind of just figuring out, I think, where Lauren wants to take things, which that'll, uh, change the job that I have. So she is going to a more normal school next year. So we'll see how she can handle that with uh, managing her time with YouTube. But I definitely want to move more into starting my own business. So the clothing line is the first thing I want to do. But I definitely have more plans to start other businesses. I kind of want to like be an entrepreneur and maybe even develop my audience a bit more on social media. So those are like my two main focuses. And then eventually I want to start a brand for Lauren. So once I figure out the clothing industry and how to, to be successful and start my own line, I want to do the same for Lauren, even um, our brother, Johnny, maybe. Yeah. That's so and cool. I'm, mm-hmm. Even though I'm going to a more normal school next year, I still am really interested in acting and continuing the social media stuff, but also, I guess, shifting my time and attention and everything to acting because that's what I found I really enjoy doing and of course as Maddie mentioned I would love to one day have a clothing line or start my own business Mm -hmm. Um, so that's like a long-term goal of mine for sure and then our podcast yeah we have been doing our podcast for the whole summer which has been so fun I love podcasting Mm -hmm. and it's so cool how you get to meet people like you people who are in the same area and have like the same goals and ideas so we love doing that and I definitely want to continue that. 100%. And I love how both of you guys really preach just like bettering yourselves, right? Like on the podcast, you guys are really, you know, interested in becoming the best versions of yourselves and you have such a big audience of young girls. And I think that's just like the best thing ever. And that's what I'm trying to do as well. Cause I feel like now, and I know you're going to agree with me, but I feel like now because this whole like social media influencer market is so saturated, like it's really hard to find content that's really uplifting and that is actually designed to help you thrive in every area of your life and make you feel like people understand you. And, you know, as, as connected as the world is today, I feel like we are at in some level, like really disconnected because of the intense connectedness. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's so overwhelming. So it's amazing that you guys talk about that same kind of stuff. Like, do you want to maybe, um, you know, talk about the people that you've already had on the podcast, like some of the so episodes you've already done just to kind of give our listeners a feel for what it's about? Yeah, for sure. So we've had a couple health and fitness episodes, one with you and then one with another girl that's coming out next week, I believe. Yes. And one of Lauren's friends, um, her name's Nadia Turner. Do you want to talk about Nadia? Yeah, well, one of my friends, Nadia, who I've known for like four years, I think, um, she came on and just talked about her own experience in the entertainment industry 
and living in LA, growing up in LA. And I guess we've also just had solo episodes talking about skincare and beauty and advice, giving Mm -hmm. advice to our listeners. Yeah, a lot of the audience is a bit younger. So I think maybe like 13 to 17 or 18. So there are teenage girls who want us to talk about teenage girl things, which I guess is what like, I feel like all girls kind of talk about the same types of things. So we just talked about um, the things that people are interested in. So skincare, our makeup, what we do to be healthy, the brands we wear. Just like the uh, the things that people ask us about the most. Mm-hmm. But it kind of feels like with your podcast that you're you are big sisters, almost the listeners. Like that kind of it just seems like that that line is just like so kind of blurred now because I feel like a lot of influencers as well they just like put themselves on a platform and they're like, listen, like you know I'm kind of better, but you guys are kind of making it seem like you're literally just trying to create this community and like share your own conversations as well. And just like include everyone, which I really like. Yeah. I think Instagram's a little bit tricky because it's just photos of yourself. And sometimes I find that you're, you're posting photos where obviously you think that you look good, but it's very shallow. So the thing I love about the podcast is we're able to share these conversations that we have and it's pretty raw and unedited. So even more so than YouTube, people can really get an idea of what you're like, what Lauren and I talk about together and the conversations that we have literally all day because we spend so much time together. So we're really getting an inside look into the real, more real version of us that they see online. Yeah. And that is really why we wanted to start the podcast kind of as an older sister to younger sister thing. And Mm -hmm. we thought it would be cool because we both have had different experiences and Maddie can give a different like she has a different perspective on things than I do. So we thought it'd be cool to have two different people, two people of different ages who have been through different things, giving advice on topics. Yeah. yeah. It kind of does show though, that we all go through the same things and experience the same problems. So I think it helps the audience relate to us more so. Mm, Totally. Oh my God. I love that dynamic so much. So what are the top things that you'll give Lauren advice on like is it like boys beauty fashion like what are some top things that you guys discuss all of that I don't even like I feel like we're always talking about skincare and beauty and fashion and everything even like friends and yeah I think it's a lot of friend drama because she's going into grade 10 next year so I feel like that's the prime age for friend (laughs) dynamics you know um So that's a main thing. And then also business, which is, I guess, kind of unique because most 14-year-olds don't really care about business, but I have more of a like older perspective on it. And I'm like, Lauren, we have to start a business together. We have to be entrepreneurial. She's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) I want to be 14, but I'm able to give advice and learn things and teach it to her, which is nice. Oh my God, totally. And to touch on the uh, grade 10 drama, I don't even want to think about me in grade 10 because the amount of drama that was happening, like when I was like 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, like those years were just awful with girls. Like girls are the meanest to each other. And like, oh my God, I don't know what I would have done without my big sister during that time as well. Like it actually like created a lot of like big issues for me that I'm like now just dealing with. Like there's this, like I'm doing a lot of like hypnotherapy at the moment and I'm like going deep down to like 
my old past like traumas and experiences and like trying to like, you know, see how that's affecting me in my life today and like, you know, healing myself from that. And like one really big thing that comes up is literally feeling excluded. And um, when I was in middle school, I had a group of friends, um, these two girls, and it was like the three of us. And I was always excluded. And then even before that, when I was really young, when I was like in grade five and six, I had another uh, two friends that were different from the other school that I went to. And they were, we were also that trio. And like in both, both instances, I was always the one getting excluded and left out. And like, you don't really think that's that big of a deal, but like it actually like caused some serious issues for me, like growing up. Like I always feel like not, I'm working on it, but I constantly feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, like if somebody, like I, I constantly feel like like that that abandonment feeling. If like something small happens, like I'll over exaggerate it because it like brings back these feelings. And like I don't even know where I'm getting to with this, but like honestly, high school drama and when you're young, like it can really affect you. So talking to someone about it is really important. <laughs> I feel like I'm just like going into a deep therapy session right now, but like it's true. We need to talk about it and like you need to like release those feelings because if you don't and you keep them bottled in like I did, like it's going to like always stay with you, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so interesting it's, about the hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. I didn't even know that that was really a thing, but it's definitely been really great to have an older sister to talk to about everything. And I think that the being excluded from friend groups, and I think that's something that all high school kids go through at one point or another and that's just so common it's so sad that everyone is just like in high school there's just a whole lot of drama and everything and I try to stay out of it but you know when we asked people about um what advice they wanted us to give a lot of it was about how to deal with fake friends how to deal with exclusion so I think everybody feels like that especially in like the end of middle school beginning of high school it's a common theme Mm, okay so what are your tips like how do people deal with that what did we say on the episode Lauren I'm trying to (laughs) remember we talked about this like touched on it before but I think knowing when it's time to like move on from friend groups and being surrounded by the same people for so many years it's easy to think that those are the people that you have to be friends with, but sometimes realizing that you, those might not be the friends for you anymore and you might've outgrown them. And then being able to find new friends and spend time away from those Mm -hmm. friends. um, I think that that's a really important part of finding yourself and your friends. I think that there's a natural progression as you get older where you kind of weed through your, the friend group that, So you start with a massive friend group in middle school at the beginning of high school. Then by grade 12, you have, you know, who the good people are. And then even through university, it narrows down and down. And like when you're in your 20s, you have your real friends. And that's kind of how I feel now. I have select people from certain areas of my life, certain times that I've chosen, like the people that I really want to spend time with. And just now I'm finally getting to a place Mm -hmm. where everyone that I spend time with, I feel like is super valuable in my life and I'm able to give all my energy towards them. And I know that they do the same for me and they're just great people to be around. Yeah, hundred percent. And I always say on this podcast too, like you're literally an average of the five people that you surround yourself with most. And I find it essential. Like it is crucial to be on top of your surroundings at all times. Like 
if you want to live an amazing life and you want to live a happy life and you want to literally step into the best version of you there is, you can't do that if you're surrounded by toxic friends, negative people, and people that don't really support you. Like it just doesn't add up. So taking control of your surroundings is like the number one thing you can do to like drastically change your life if if you know your circle is negative. Like if you just kind of end those friendships and move on. And like, I would honestly even rather be alone than in some negative friendships. Like I really love to spend time alone. And I've spent so much more time alone the past few years realizing this huge principle, like this success principle fact that you are literally an average of the five people that you surround yourself with most. So if they're negative, if they're judgy, if all they do is gossip about other people, if they, you know, you know, aren't, you know, good in school of talking about younger people or not good in business or, you know, just not happy and don't love life. Like you're likely going to be that way as well. And it's going to be hard to fight that because, you know, on a subconscious level, we kind of vibe energetically with the people that we're around all the time. So it's so important. So, so, so important. Yeah. I think that it's important to have your own values and stick to them regardless of what other people around you are doing so that you know who you are and the things that you stand for. And even if that means you do have to be alone sometimes, being confident enough in who you are and what you believe in that you're okay with that. And then also I think um, sometimes changing your where you are in your, in your environment. So like you said, you moved to London to get away from the negative environment that you were surrounded in in Toronto or in Canada. Sometimes that's the best thing to do is to expand your circle by meeting new people. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So what's the goal? Like, what do you guys kind of want to do from here? I know I already asked that, but like with like life, like, are you guys trying to work on anything at the moment personally? Like, I know for me, I'm trying to work on like, I don't know, there are a few daily habits that I'm really trying to work on mastering at the moment. Are there any like personal things you guys are both trying to work on kind of with your own growth at the moment? Do you want to go first? Well, Maddie, I feel like you're like a specialist (laughs) and this is like her area. Okay. Well, (laughs) I feel like after our podcast with you, I was like, I need a morning routine. (laughs) So now I write in my journal. I do all the things that you talk about. So that's been really helpful for me. Just also to write down the goals that I have every single morning and puts it in my puts it in the front of my brain, which has been amazing and honestly like the biggest game changer for me. So that's one thing that makes sure. me so and happy. Yeah, thank you. That was like totally from you. So <laughs> wow, yeah. thank you. I found that I'm like she's definitely more into journaling and writing everything down and setting goals, which I would love to be into, but. At the moment, um, I've just started making to-do lists and like writing everything that I want to do on a smaller scale down. So just so I don't forget anything because that was a big thing for me is that there'd be a lot going on. And so I would forget certain things that I had to do. So I'm starting to try and write things down, but definitely haven't got to where you are at that. Yeah, I think the best thing that people can do for themselves is to figure out what they want and write it down and also figure out the steps that you need to do every single day to get there. And that will change everything. Preach it, girl. I love that so much. That makes me so happy. Honestly, the morning routine thing is like the biggest game changer. I will 
always stand by the fact that it is just like a life changer. And I think it's more powerful than so many other self-care routines. And it's not even self-care. It's like a necessity if you want to, you know, achieve huge things. Like every really successful person has some type of morning routine. And it basically just primes you for an amazing day. And if you keep having amazing days, like your life is just going to exponentially get better and better. So I, I'm so happy about that. And um, Maddie, I'll send you like my, I have a morning routine course, literally all about like every single thing I do in my morning routine. I'll send it to you. It's like way more in depth than what I spoke about on your podcast. Wow. That's amazing. Well, thank you. You're so welcome. I think that they're great because if not, if you don't do something and if you don't set goals, you kind of just get stuck in your life. And so many people that even people that I know that are our age, get stuck in their everyday routine and there's never any sort of growth. So that's the best thing that you can do. Totally. Mimi, I loved what you said on our podcast when you were talking about how your days, your mornings set you up for your days that set you up for your weeks and your months and your years. That really, yeah, like I totally that resonated with you. (laughs) I was, yeah, it totally resonated with me. Yeah, honestly, it's true. Like honestly, all these things that I talk about, everyone knows them. This is the thing. Like every, and I've learned all of this stuff as well, like with all the reading and, and, you know, learning that I do, but like all of these basic success principles, like they're basic, you know, like everyone actually knows them. They're common sense. It's like, you're an average of the people you surround yourself with. Like take 100% responsibility for your life. Like your mornings create your life. Like all these things, like literally they're, they're basic knowledge, but it's so crazy that so many people just don't, you don't even realize it until someone like looks at you straight in the eye and tells you and shakes you and tells you like it's it's crazy we're as humans like we're just so stuck in our own habits sometimes that we need to like be shook right and like I remember a few years ago before I went through this big journey like I also felt that way. I was like, you know, flabbergasted when I read this book and it was like, you're responsible for your life. Like you can't blame others. And I was like, what? Like, It's crazy. So all these things, like it's, it's so true. And you know, like they're very simple and it, it just, it's, it's common sense at the end of the day as well. Right. So so 100%. I'm so happy that that resonated with you. Um, let me know if you ever start a morning routine, Lauren. <laughs> I, I'm curious to know. For sure. And, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll adapt your morning routine after reading your... Yeah, just doing the course. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually making it really easy for people now. I'm, I'm in the middle of creating um, these morning routine journals. So they're in development right now and uh, they're basically like a journal. You just fill in the page every day and it's the exact same routine that I talk about on the course. So when those are out, I'll send them to you guys as well. But yeah, any like finishing thoughts? Do you guys want to maybe let the audience know where to find you, where to find your podcast, where to find your socials and any last words? Yeah, well, my Instagram is just Lauren Orlando 88 and then YouTube Twitter, everything else is just my name, Lauren Orlando. And then we have a podcast together called The Sister Diary, Mm -hmm. which you can listen to on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Maddie? Uh, My Instagram is at Maddie Orlando. My clothing line is not released yet, but when it is, it'll be posted all over my Instagram. So Mm -hmm. you can check that out. And then, yeah, everything else, all my other social media is just Maddie Orlando. 
Amazing. Thank you guys so, so, so much for coming on. And everybody that has not heard the podcast that I did on the Sister Diary, go check it out. What episode was it again? Episode four or something? Yeah, I believe either episode four or five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.